I knew where my mouse was that time. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, no. I got it. It's okay. We're fine. I the panic. It was a quick. It was a quick countdown. I'm ready. I'm here. I'm fine. I'm focused. We're good. I'm ready. I'm here. I'm fine. I'm focused. My new mantra for everything. Hi everyone! Welcome back to another Oddities. functional episode. I'm Cassie. I'm Kelly. Whoop, and welcome whoop, back whoop, to Strange Town. Bum bum bum. As you guys know, if you listened to last week's episode, we're double recording, so you know we're just gonna say what say it as it is. All of our stuff is down below. Social media, follow us. We are gonna be pumping out content on our Patreon. Donate. Year, so resubscribe if you unsubscribed anyways um huge shout out to the beautiful amazing wonderful talented Lindsay bidwell all of our amazing merch you've all seen by now and uh, i think that's everything you did that's it all I have. well done you did i say it right no you did it snaps for kelly <laughs> i hope it i hope it's picking up okay yeah it's not it's been picking up quite it's well it's not bad i see tiny little Tiny little baby lines. Um, how are we? It's been thirty seconds since we last checked in with one another. <laughs> so I guess I guess we should uh, tell our listeners yes, what body part. You guys have been waiting for a week. Oh my god, which body part has Kelly injured? It's her foot. Tell them. Tell them all. <laughs> it's, it's my freaking foot. So. Gosh, what day was it? Yeah, sometime this week that I was uh, doing laundry and I went to go ki- pick up my kids' clothes and somehow my heel found a jagged oh. piece of plastic. Yes, you heard that correctly, plastic. I have a photo of you it haven't. too. I don't think I've sent it to you yet. Um, it impaled me and it was there and I there were some choice words and then I traumatized my children. Oh my god! I pulled the sucker out. It wasn't bleeding immediately, and I didn't think it was. I don't know. I thought, like, my heels were extra tough, so maybe it didn't impale me that bad. Um, so, But it hurt to put pressure on. So I was walking. And yes, like, the t- like you my do. Tippy-toes, and all of a sudden, <laughs> my oldest goes, uh, Mommy? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <clears throat> and I look down, and it's kind of like... Oh, God. <laughs> Too, so I hit something and I was like oh we need to crap. do something about this so my my oldest my oldest goes it's okay that was I'll a good that was a good idea sure because he went he jumped in because earlier that day he had a mm. gnarly bloody nose and what did I use there you go but wipes so he jumped into action. My youngest was going, it's okay, mommy. You're <laughs> but hurt, it's going to be fine. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we'll call the support daddy, system. <laughs> and then I couldn't find my Oh, phone. Jesus. Of course. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was, it was interesting. It's fine now. It's really sore. Yeah. Like, cause I have to walk on it and it's just tender. Um, did you get it? But did I you get it fine. like looked at it's just... or did you decide against it? I, I well, okay. so yeah. I think it was Friday. <clears throat> Friday it was hurting really bad, and I my mom suggested oh, that's that a I good... soak it in Epsom yeah. salt, and that actually helped quite a bit. So um, okay, I didn't go. 
and I think I didn't go out of like sheer embarrassment of oh my god it happens plastic and if anybody like if anyone knows me they know that I am just so you are a magnet for these things I I in middle school I broke my wrist <laughs> nickel, you guys. if we ever go if we ever go on this tour just... like like should the universe smile upon us and we actually like make it to that point I don't know what I'm gonna do with you because yeah. <laughs> oh where's Kelly she fell off the stage she was seated I know it was weird it was kind of strange where's, where's Kelly Oh, her luggage fell on top of her. It was on the floor. I know. <laughs> like it's just gonna. It's just gonna. <laughs> Why are you questioning this at this point? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just uh, the joke. Growing up, I was I had paper skin and that. glass bones. So that is a thing because yeah. that is an actual like that is a thing. But yeah, no, I I. Oh, my poor parents. Yeah. There was a period of time growing up where I kept her, like I my brother and I just like we would alternate hurting ourselves and we kept having to go to the ER because it was like bones and like shit like that. And mom was like, "You guys are going to get me fucking locked up or something." Like you, but need, you need to, to bring she, it in. She, I remember I like broke my wrist and we were on our way to the ER and she was like, "I need you to get it together." <laughs> I need you to Stop hurting yourself. <laughs> so, um, a funny story about that. Uh, again, middle school. I had a black eye, and I had a black eye. No other reason other than I was doing a conga line. Oh my god! Me in the face. Okay, it was like a freak accident. I got pulled out of my English class to ask. Oh my god! Am I safe at home? And I was like. Yeah, and they were like, well, we noticed that you have a lot of injuries a lot of the time, and this black eye is very concerning. And I was like, well, Michael <laughs> Dennis did it. <laughs> and they were like, Kelly, and I said, no, really, we were doing the conga line, and he just elbowed me. Are like, you safe at home? Happened. Not if Michael Dennis <laughs> and the conga line are around. Then <laughs> <laughs> they went and pulled him out, and they asked him, like, did you do this to her? And he's like, <laughs> oh my God. it was an accident. <laughs> probably like traumatized to this day. Oh my God. Right. And they were like, well, are you sure? Like, you seem to be good friends with her. Like, are you sure? Or like, are her parents hurting her? And they were like, Mr. and Mrs. Felshaw? Is that a joke? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like they let it go but i was pulled out of class oh my two god more times after that for various other things and actually i was on crutches for like most of eighth grade because we had to use mm-hmm. to do the mile run right well it was a field for us and i couldn't there dodge go. the damn gopher holes so uh, yeah crutches that was me junior year of high school tell you yeah it was ouch it was bad <laughs> so I think it was like after the third time, my dad goes, "You know, what? next time yep. I do this shit." Yep. <laughs> he goes, "Tell them that you know I only beat you when <laughs> I'm drinking, which is like every night, and your mom only does it when she's doing this." Like he was being ho- totally sarcastic, but I was just staring. I was like, "You don't want me to live with you anymore." Fine. I see how it is. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so yeah. Um, if you're wondering why I have gray hairs, it's because I'm actually and, and everything in yeah. life. <laughs> 
in life. So that's my little tidbit that and I said for this episode. My foot, I hope by now, is feeling better. That's right. Completely. I would hope so. I hope by this point you're good to go. Um, I did the classic thing that I do when we double record where I didn't save anything to speak about. So hope everybody had a good Christmas. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> oh, well, I can share this. So Corey and I, um, as part of our like gifts to our family this year. We got tickets for the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. They're going to be like only 20 minutes from here. So we went, oh, when this great. comes out, we'll have, we went to see it on the 21st. So hopefully that was enjoyable. And on the 20th, I would, I was going to be at Disney. Oh my God. So we're Disney actually Island. having like, we had a lot of fun recently, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Totally. I'll probably. I'm excited for future Jersey. us. That's great news. <laughs> Um, but that's all. So this is not our usual 11 minute intro. This is only nine minutes instead. We're, we're minorly less insufferable. So, um, you started last week. Should I, should I do this? Should I do this? Okay. This, go for it. This one goes out to Lindsay. The same Lindsay that designed our shit. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank you. So Lindsay. I am discussing. I'm going back oh. to Russia. Is he? I'm going back to Russia. It's the Russian sleep experiment. <laughs> here we are. I don't know. I don't know why we're hanging out there, but here we are. Um, so, I think all of us are probably not strangers to the concept of not sleeping. <laughs> like, it's just like I. Uh huh. Like, you have issues sleeping. I have issues sleeping. Most of my friends and family have issues sleeping. I would I would wager a lot of you are probably listening to us relatively late at night. So here we are. But anyway, you might wonder how long you can go on like that. How long can you stay awake without cracking as the result of sleep deprivation? And some people say that there was an over-the-top experiment for that. A lot of people try to debunk it. In either case, this is the Russian sleep experiment. It's a popular so-called urban myth, uh, and it began to circulate online in creepypasta forums um, in the early like 2010s. I, you know, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to more of that. But anyway, this, the story goes that Soviet-era scientists created a stimulant which they believed could enable soldiers to not require sleep for like up to 30 days, a whole fucking month. Sure, do you know how fucking productive I would be? How much shit I could get done? Like, Wait, if sleep wasn't a thing. Sleep. Also, showering. Like, when you stop and think about it, like, showering takes a long time. I mean, I'm pretty fast in there, but, yeah. Yep. Any hoozles. They decided to test Same. this, like, it was, a, it was like a gas or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, they tried to test it on five prisoners. They promised them their freedom upon completion of the experiment. And they locked these five men in a hermetically sealed chamber and began pumping in this gas. <laughs> Which, this, if this is real, this sounds horrendous, but okay. also... It's Russia. So anyway, within a few days, yeah. reportedly the men were exhibiting this kind of like paranoia and psychosis that is a typical symptom of sleep deprivation. But as time went on, they began to act like even more strangely. So 15 days into the experiment, so technically this is halfway through the duration that this is supposed to, I guess, work for or work until. Um, so when scientists could no longer see the men through the thick glass of the chamber or hear them through the microphones, they filled the room with fresh air and they unlocked it. 
And there they discovered that one of the men was dead, and the four surviving test subjects were all sporting horrendously violent injuries, some of which appeared to be self-inflicted. Attempts to sedate the men were either unsuccessful or led to their deaths the moment that they lost, like, consciousness. Um, finally, when one of the researchers asked what exactly these men had become, the last surviving test subject told him that they represented the potential for evil that exists in all human beings, which is usually contained by sleep, but had been unleashed by their constant wakefulness. Same. Uh, I'm nauseous. First I'm of all, nauseous. I'm going to... <laughs> The next time somebody at work or school or anywhere asks me what's wrong with me, I'm going to tell them that exactly. Uh, word for word. Word for word. So, very spookula bookla. Is any of this actually true? So, according to a video from the Infographics channel on YouTube, Very, high quality information which provides an an like an animated summary of of events from history current events and literature and anyway the russian sleep experiment almost certainly has its basis in fiction according to them for one thing there's the fact that the story's sole original source seems to be a website solely dedicated to creepypasta and that the science side of things doesn't hold up Experts are quick to refute this myth as well. So there's no scientific ground proving that gas or any other substance for that matter can keep a person awake for 30 days. And this is according to a doctor, Po Chang Xu, MD, who is an internal medicine physician and medical content expert at Sleeping Ocean. <laughs> I Here at Oddities, we bring you the highest quality content possible. Um, quality. According to Dr. Xu, some drugs and high caffeine dosages may grant a couple of days without sleep, but 30 is impossible. Additionally, this brain, this brain, this experiment is unlikely because of the effect that sleep deprivation has on the brain. This doctor says, quote, even after a few days, a person can start hallucinating, which would make it extremely hard for them to perform simple daily actions, let alone deal with military assignments that require extreme focus. Um, so... This begs us to ask the question of how long can somebody truly stay awake? The current documented world record for staying awake is a little bit over 11 days. That's almost that half of exhausting. what this supposed experiment was for. That's crazy. This was achieved by a man yeah. named Randy Gardner in 1963. Gardner experienced severe behavioral and cognitive changes during those 11 days even though he wanted to prove that nothing bad would happen when a person doesn't sleep. He also experienced mood swings, memory issues, severe difficulty focusing, paranoia, and hallucinations. So while there might be some truth to the claims that, like, amphetamines have been used to keep soldiers alert in historical times of war, there is no scientific evidence of a gas existing that could keep anyone awake for 15 days, let alone 30. So... Studies have been found that after just 48 hours without sleep, people tend to become slower, disoriented, prone to making mistakes, and ultimately less effective as a soldier. Um, so this doctor says, quote, Since the brain can't function properly after being sleep-deprived for 11 days, it's safe to assume things would get much, much worse if one tries to stay awake longer. Consequently, those soldiers would have been useless, even if they had miraculously managed to not sleep for 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> Still, whoever came up with the story behind the Russian sleep experiment in the first place is like bananas, and I think they deserve points for like creative writing. But it's 
not for medical accuracy. So long story short, I think we can say this is debunked. But I would say it's not out of the realm of a possible that, like, they would have tried an experiment such as this back in the day. Like, yeah, I really wouldn't put it past. No, absolutely not. Like, we talked about the gateway experience. That was a whole crazy thing. I don't think that was in Russia, though. God, it's been so long since I covered that. I don't remember. I think that was U.S. But regardless, like. I think it's I think it's totally in the realm of possible that something like this could have been studied. Do I think that it was the case where they successfully had people like these five soldiers who stayed up for 15 days and then went like ape shit? No. If somebody had managed to stay up for that long, could they have gone ape shit? Probably, especially if like paranoia and hallucinations are a thing. Like, yeah, I probably could have gotten violent pretty quickly. And then they roll up with we're evil. We're the evil that's kept at bay when we're sleeping. And like, yeah, I mean, if I'm tired enough, I'll probably say something like that, too. Yeah, enough sleep deprivation. You can do and yeah. say some crazy ass things. I say crazy That's shit all the time, crazy. and I'm not even that sleep deprived. So, <laughs> I remember one time I stayed up for, I think oh my it was God. Like 36 hours. I it was I did the 24-hour the relay for life, but like I had things to do after and stuff like that. My there mom you go. found me sleeping yeah, in the shower. Like- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, and there, I don't believe that there is any kind of stimulant that exists that could have anybody staying up that long without severe consequences. And I, so do I believe that this actually happened uh, as it's being reported? Probably not. But do I think at some point in our history, this something similar to this could have happened that they probably like covered up? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rule it out, but that's the Russian sleep experiment. And I mean, they did it to prisoners Mm -hmm. and they like promised their freedom I kind of have to believe that they go. Yeah, oh, right. They're not going to survive. Right. <laughs> they're not going to Yeah, get their I mean, I'm sure there's all kinds know? of really bizarre. Like, um, I mean, our history teaches that there's all kinds of weird experimentation. I mean, look at the terrible things that happened during, like, the Holocaust and the different experimentations that they were doing. Like, you know, so, like, oh, yeah, I think, but I don't know that this one in particular is necessarily true. But something similar could have happened. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. That's the Russian sleep experiment. 100%. It was it was crazy. Well, I don't have much more beyond there that. You have it. Yeah. Um, crazy so, <laughs> but thank you, Lindsay. This was fun to research. I like this one. Um, you know, do I think an evil? Yeah, is there an Shout evil part of us that's kept again. at bay when we're sleeping? Maybe I don't know. Sleeping's a kind of a wild topic. We've talked about this before Maybe. on the podcast. So yeah, that's uh yeah, yeah. That's all. What what do you have for us? Well, moon-eyed people. <laughs> that sounds spooky. <laughs> uh, it's interesting, and it's more—I would say, like legend-ish. Okay. Question mark. All right. Let's go with that. <laughs> and the mountains ah. of the Southern Appalachians, from North Carolina down to down through Georgia and Alabama, the the remains of an ancient stone Here we structures are. line the ridges. Some of these are additions to national rock formations. Others are entirely man-made. Uh, who built these structures? Are they remains of an ancient war fought in the Appalachians? Are they left by... We well, just people? don't know. All right. All I can say is I automatically mm. believe it because this is taking place in Appalachia. And we've established over the, like, many recent there episodes that if the shit's, like, fucked up over there. Like, I don't know what's going on, but there's some crazy fucking there shit. There is something so. going on. Yeah. All right. 100%. So, um, 
The Moonite people are a race of small men who, according to the Cherokee legend, once lived in the southern Appalachians. The Moonite people were said to be to being physically very different from the Cherokee. Being bearded and having pale, perfectly white skin, they were called the Moonite people because they were unable to see daylight, their sensitive eyes being blinded by the sun. For this reason, they were strictly nocturnal and lived in the underground. Wow, but that's a condition, right? Like, there's there are people who are allergic to sunlight and, and things like that. That There's people that are allergic to sunlight, but also that just sounds like... I'm thinking um, of the one... Uh, yeah, albinoism. yeah. Yeah. And I think right. there is, yeah. Anyway, carry on. So, um, perfa- uh, perhaps the most famous structure associated with the Moonite people is just over the North Carolina border in Georgia at Fort, Fort Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, that's it. Just Fort Mountain. Um, now a state park, Fort Mountain gets the its name from the 850-foot long stone wall that varies in height from two to six feet and stretches along the top of the ridge. This stone wall is thought to have been constructed around 400 and 500 CE. That is old. Wow. Okay. (laughs) According to the Cherokee legend, this wall is a remnant of the war that the Moon-Eyed people fought and lost against the neighboring Hmm. Creek nations. The Creek nation drove the Moon-Eyed people from their homeland during the full moon, which even the pale light of its blinding, uh, it blinded oh, gosh. The okay. people. Um, Cherokee cosmo- sure. cosmology. Cos- cosmology. Cosmology. Is a complex <laughs> and fascinating. <laughs> it describes a universe where humans share a world with other non humans. Oh, I love that. Stunning. Stunning. Uh, in traditional Cherokee concept of the world, races such as I can't pronounce good, good, any of good. Those. Yes, good. We're <laughs> um, are a part of the natural world who interact with humans at their own discretion, similar to the tradition of the uh, the idea of fairies and British Isles. However, it's interesting. What's interesting is that the Moonite people are never described as being supernatural, but is remembered as another group of humans who are physically different. Okay, from so the I think it's Americans. like like entirely possible that maybe it was like a bunch of like, I mean, I hate to put it this way, but like outcasts due to like some sort of physical like deformity or you know condition. Right, and like it does sound like them being albino. When I first started reading this, it was my understanding that they came from the Cherokee Nation, but okay, well, yeah, so maybe them. it was like, yeah, genetic issue, yeah, like, right. Like, you do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, because of the description of the Moonai people, is that they're uh, they are pale skinned and bearded, which I guess the beard part is interesting. Like, from my understanding, they don't have facial hair usually, usually, yeah, right? That's what I thought. Hair. And that's why my husband can't. Grow yeah, here. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it has led to um, some amount of speculation, quite a bit of wild, that the legend of the Moonite people re- represents a Cherokee folk memory of a contact with a group of European settlers who made it to the New World before Columbus, particularly the Cherokee legend, the Moonite people has been matched up with the Welsh legend. Oh, interesting. Okay. 
According to the Welsh story, Madoc, of course, Abbey, right, Gwynin, was the Welsh prince who descent, uh, disenchanted the Civil War, r- racking his homeland, set sail with his brother, of course, R- Rahid, <laughs> and uh, a few followers in 1170 across the Atlantic Ocean and landed somewhere around oh. Mobile Bay, Alabama. After some exploring up and down the rivers of Southern America, Maddock decided that he liked the place well enough and decided oh. to move in. Yeah, that yeah, sounds... sounds like a settler. Yep. <laughs> um, leaving his brother and some of the, his fellow Welshmen behind, Maddock returned to the native his native country and recruited enough followers to fill, his, fill ten ships. He and his colonists set sail back to America and was never oh heard interesting from again. oh and like so maybe because they were down in the south and like maybe the climate was like a lot harsher than they were used to so like that's where the whole like sensitivity to like light and the sun thing comes from yeah interesting interesting yeah um some speculated that the Moonite people are the descendants of Maddox colonists. And that it was the Welshman who fought a war with the Cherokee and these Welshmen who built the stone forts that dot the ridges hmm. of the mountains. Driven out by the Cherokee, Maddox's descendants found their way to South Florida and Alabama, where they continued to live, slowly absorbing bits of Native, Native American culture until they became a strange, a strange tribe of hmm. pale Indians. Living and dressing in native ways. Wow, interesting. So it is believed that these Welsh settlers were, in fact, the reason for... Yeah. Which, you know, it kind of makes sense. Because if they have features of, say, Cherokee, but they're these pale, white, perfectly skinned humans, creatures, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, I could see it. That makes sense, in a way. And if they adapted... Mm-hmm. Native American ways because they were trying yeah. to adapt whatever this new world that they found. Hmm, it interesting. I could buy that. But um I Yeah, also like I think my mind would right? like I very much more readily believe that than I would like any sort of supernatural explanation. But also I'm still stuck on a, me thinking that they're I mean, yeah, it could be life. that too. Like any of those I think to me are like a very like possible thing and then but then I'm also like, okay, well, a lot of crazy shit happens in Appalachia. So maybe there is just like this whole group of just like these, I, I don't know, beings. I don't know. Just crazy. <laughs> like, I don't know what to believe. Who freaking knows? But that's the Moon-Eyed people. Wow. Uh, very interesting. <laughs> mm. So uh, if you were to pick anything, would you say it's it's the albino thing? Or would you say it's the like co-mingle? Or, like what? I mean, what do you... I would probably say I mm-hmm. I'm leaning more towards albino, but I am also leaning towards the commingling, and therefore those traits obviously came in. I'm kind of yeah. Traits, I mean, I'm kind of signing kind of up thing. a little, just a little bit more for the commingling thing, just based on like the number and in yeah, like like the number Genetics. and incidence of like albinism versus just like procreating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Either way, I yeah. think it's possible, and I think it's interesting and pretty wild. I. And I could totally see where, like, the Cherokee would be like, hi, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Who are you and your like, tiny men? Yeah, you. who are you, small people? Yeah. Small men. 
small, pale, bearded people. At first, I was like, oh, it's vampires. And they're like, bearded. And I was like, hmm, I mean, maybe. Like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> I love that. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, what? how did you come across it on Google? Were you just like weird Appalachian things? <laughs> like... Uh, I think it was weird southern <laughs> things that I googled. Guys, this is... Sorry. This is the point we've hit, so there. if anybody has any suggestions for topics, like... This was me getting, like, almost very close to the end. I know, I love that. Topics. I have to do... <laughs> and I, was I love that. I have to do, um... <laughs> some research for our next recording sesh i'm out i gotta i gotta fill up my you know you already have three lined up my friend you're all good to go i gotta i know damn i gotta catch up well once finals are done this week i'm going to make oddities my bitch yeah yes you'll be good Um, wow okay well once again this was a wild ride uh until next time stay strange Ha, 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 ha,